Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Manifest Your Dreams. I'm your host, Lexi Wilson, and I am very excited for today's episode. But before I get into it, I want to let you know that if you hear that low hum in the background, it is the heater because I know that the rest of the country is probably still freezing their ass off and they're going to hate me for what I'm about to say, but I got to say it, okay? It is cold in San Diego. I am so cold (laughs) and I'm not going to turn the heat on because I don't want to. I just don't want to turn the heat on. I don't want to turn the heat on. So I have a little tiny space heater. It's very cute, very comfy. And I would turn it off so I could record so I could sound super profesh, but I don't want to. Okay. This is my business and this is my podcast and this is my show. And if you don't like it, then that ain't got nothing to do with me. Okay. So I'm going to keep this on my feet and I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I need to do. (laughs) And now we can start the episode, but I just want to let you know, just in case you're like, is something going on with my car? Why is something going on with my headphones? Why am I hearing this low hum? It's me. It's the heater. I'm feeling nice and toasty. Today is going to be a very interesting topic because I don't have it really planned out. This is kind of like a downloaded transmission straight from the universe. And it's just a message that I have felt called to share. So I did try to make it like, you know, come up with a few steps because I'm very practical and I love to teach because I I, I love to learn. So I don't want to just know information to know it. I want to know it so that way I can do something with it so I could, you know, manifest with it you know, all that stuff. So I tend to teach that way too. I take something I've experienced and I turn it into a lesson for myself and for others. But today doesn't feel like it's going to be that, uh, I need a little bit more flexibility. And so I need to just be able to share this transmission and allow whoever needs to hear this, to hear it, to receive it, and then do what you will with it. Maybe the point of this is not so we, I can break it down and say, this is the first thing, the second thing, the third thing that you need to do or that you need to release. And maybe it's more about you receiving the information and allowing your own intuition to take what it needs and begin creating those actionable steps in your life. So that's what today is going to be kind of about. We're going to give ourselves a little freedom here. <laughs> to go with the flow of the energy. And I've been trying to figure out how I want to introduce this. And I feel like, you know, at this time, I just want to, I just want to speak. I don't want to get too fancy here. So I'll just say honestly what happened (laughs) without going too much into detail. But uh, if you've heard my story, you are probably familiar with the fact that I have a very challenging relationship with my family. And recently I was having a conversation with a family member and they had mentioned that they wished that things could be different. They wished that things were a little bit easier, that it felt more like in flow. And they were talking about all of the family relationships that occur in our, in our family. And what I thought was so interesting in that conversation was how the person was saying, I wish that this could work, but I guess it just, it just won't. And that was the rhetoric in which they were explaining themselves. They weren't taking it from a perspective of like, I wish, you know, So how I, when I first saw the message, I thought, okay, this is kind of interesting because they're saying that they wish that the relationships were easier, that they were better and healthier. But on the other hand, they're not doing the things that it would require in order for people to feel safe with them. So they're asking for something that they themselves are not bringing to the table, which is this sense of emotional safety and a space where people can be themselves and, you know, a space where people can feel protected. 
this person is not bringing that energy, but yet they're wishing that it felt like that inside of the family. I also thought to myself, what is stopping this person from creating that as their reality? Because for years, you know, we've all known in our family that there's been a lot of issues and many of us are aware of it. And I'm sure for you guys, you, for you listening, you probably have very similar situations, family members who you don't get along with. And there's just a lot of toxicity and narcissism and judgment and all these things. So you probably relate to me quite a few times in this episode here. But um, anyway, coming back to the, to what started this beginning of receiving downloads on this topic was this person was just saying, like, I really wish that this could happen. And yet in my mind, I'm going, well, what stops them from creating the thing that they desire? And the answer is really nothing. <laughs> nothing stops them. It's just that it's hard. It's just that it's really difficult. It's just that there's no book. There's no plan. There's no do this. And then you'll for sure get this reaction. And then after that, you can say this and then you can do it. Like there's no guideline. And because it's going to require listening, active listening, understanding, empathy, um, compromise, because it's going to have to require those things. This person is saying that they wish for something that they aren't willing to create. And that made me think about how often we make that mistake of wishing for something or saying that we wish for something that we're not taking ownership of, that we're not taking responsibility for to create what we want. I feel like you know, and I'm going to toot my own horn here, okay? Because it's not that I'm perfect at this. I'm not. But one thing that I really appreciate about myself, (laughs) and I've had to learn to appreciate this because sometimes I felt like in the past this was holding me back, but I follow through with what I say I'm going to do. And sometimes I felt like it was holding me back because if I said something, I felt like, damn, now I got to follow through, (laughs) you know, and what if I didn't want to, or what if I changed my mind or, you know, what if I've learned new information and I wish to evolve? I used to get so afraid of like owning my opinions and owning my identity. And I think sometimes that pours out just a little bit because I get afraid of being trapped by the fact that I said I was going to do this. And now it's like, I got to do it. Right. But I've learned to love that when I say something, I'm, I'm going to do it. You know, if I say that I want to leave my job and start my own spiritual business, (laughs) people are going to laugh at me. They're going to tell me that it's not going to happen. They're going to tell me that that's just not a realistic thing. And then I'm going to go out and fucking do it. Okay. When people tell me that you are not going to be able to graduate because you struggle in school, you're pulling D's in some of your classes you're not doing well. You're struggling with your mental health all the time. Okay. These are things that people have actually told me. Professors have told me that I wasn't going to graduate, not because I didn't have enough credits or things like that, but just because it looked like I had, like I had problems, you know? And then it's like, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to graduate and I'm going to go on to get my master's degree. Okay. And I'm going to do really, really well in that. <laughs> Almost graduated with honors until the last freaking semester Research design and statistics, that class just broke my spirit, broke my spirit, but we won't go back. Um, (laughs) But it's like, if I say that I'm going to achieve something, going to create something, going to make it happen, I'm going to do it unless I change my mind and I just want to do something else. That's just who I've always been. And like I said, I hated that about myself for so long, which is a weird thing to not like. But now I realize part of why I didn't like it is because so many people in my family are not the same way. So when they saw that about me, they looked at it as something that was rigid. They looked at it as something that was limiting. And so I took that on as well, that I was supposed to be somebody that would say one thing, do another kind of vibe. Um, And... I realize now that there's a lot of people who operate like that a lot 
And you can probably think of a few people in your life who say one thing, do another. They talk a good game. Oh yeah, I'm going to go out. I'm going to be a singer. You know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to move out the country. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then years later, they're still where they were when you left them and <laughs> still talking about where they're going to go, what they're going to do. But time is just passing them by. And when asked, what stops you? Why can't you just go and chase the dream? Go become an actress. Go become a singer. Leave the country. Get the job. Marry the guy. Whatever it is. Why can't you do those things? They always have these long, drawn-out stories of why it's just too hard. Why it's not realistic. Why it's impossible. And... If we're all being honest, we've all done that to some degree, 100%. So I don't want to speak from a place of like, I'm on top and I'm like, I'm nothing like you. Like, you know, that's ego and that's not true. (laughs) But at the same time, you can tell the difference between, you know, the difference between the person who sticks to these stories, never moves past where they are versus when that happens occasionally. And I really want to speak to to the to you if you are the person that finds yourself doing that a lot, saying that you're going to go and start your own business and you just never get up and do it, saying that you're going to leave the state and travel to move to another state and you know or like I said leave the country or something and you never do it. When it comes to manifesting and creating the life that you want. Wishing is not part of that. You don't just wish your life into existence because wishing isn't, it isn't really a thing. Wishing is something that you do as a child when you truly don't have the power, the ability to make something happen. So you wish upon a star, you know, you wish for these things. But when you get to a certain age, you have more control and you have a responsibility to be the person that you wish you could be. If you are wishing that you could have a a loving relationship with someone who respects you, with someone who treasures you and honors you. Ask yourself the question, are you making yourself available to meet that kind of person? Are you going out on dates? Are you asking your friends like, hey, do you know anybody that maybe I could be set up with or hang out with? Are you getting out of the house and just going and doing the hobbies that you love to do? Maybe you love to do ceramics. Maybe you love to go dancing. Maybe you love different types of classes that you can take. Like, are you going out and actually trying to meet other people? Or are you just scrolling on Instagram all day or swiping left and right on Hinge and Tinder and Grindr? I'm kidding. I mean, I don't know, you know, do whatever works for you, girl, but, (laughs) you know, but it's like, are you actually setting yourself up to make that a reality or are you just wishing? If you're saying, I wish that I could make my own money, you know, I want to do something that means something to me that uses my actual skill set. That's what I want to do, right? Are you actually looking for opportunities, for collaborations? Are you doing the research to figure out how to start your own business? You know, what are you doing to actually turn that wish into a real life business where you are making money? I know when for myself, when I was wishing that I could become a coach so that way I could leave my job. Back in 2015, 2016, well, I would say like 2014, 2015. And during those years, I was still kind of off and on working, whether I was working full time or sometimes doing temp work. Eventually, I just went into temp work and then just fickled out until I was working for myself. But, and then over the years, I mean, listen, I am never above a temp job. 
I don't really want to work a full-time job because I really want my own freedom and I want the ability to not have to work every single day, but I love temp work. Oh, that is my jam because I get to come into the office, be all cute with my outfits, you know? I love like receptionist work. I just love that because people love the receptionist, you know? And I get to talk for a living and I get to come up there and be like, hey, how you doing? You know, and I got all my cute outfits, got my accessories, you know what I'm saying? I'll be jingling and jangling with my jewelry, you know, answering the phone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and then when I don't want to work, boom, I just say, I don't want to go to the office no more. Mm-mm. Or sometimes the assignment is only like a month. So I get to do my thing, come in nine to five, look cute. Then it's done. Boom. Take a month off. I don't got to work again. You know what I'm saying? I love temp work. Look into it, y'all. Look into it. It's, it's everything. Anyways. Okay. Let me get back. <laughs> but I'm not above it. My, that's my point. That's my point. But when I started to find myself thinking like, I really got to get out of this job. Like I need to figure out how I can become my own boss and use this master's degree <laughs> to start my own thing. I would do coaching on the side. At nighttime, I would do lives. Facebook Live had just become a thing. So I would do um, lives on Facebook, teaching about various things uh, related to mental health and emotional wellness. And then eventually I started just talking to people and introducing myself. Instead of just saying, oh, I'm a social worker, I was responding with, oh, I, I just started a coaching business. And because I started talking like that, people then would go, oh, she's a coach. Okay, maybe she could help my daughter or maybe she could help myself or you know things like that. And so I started getting clients while I was still working my full-time job. And then eventually when I switched over to my temp job, I still had my clients on the side and I loved it. It gave me a sense of confidence to know like I was moving towards my dreams. I was no longer just hoping that it would happen, thinking it, being jealous. If I saw that somebody else was an entrepreneur and had figured out how to make money on their own, I was actually now beginning to walk down that path. And although at the beginning, obviously I still was working with other people in my eyes, especially when I started working just as a temp, I saw myself as a hundred percent an entrepreneur because in my eyes, I'm like, no, my full-time business is my coaching business is, you know, helping people understand their emotions. That's my full-time business. And my side job is any temp job that I have to take on. If that's on the weekends and doing waitressing for weddings, or if that's sometimes during the week and being a receptionist, whatever it is, that was the side job. But the point is, is I stopped wishfully thinking and started creating. And if you're that person who finds yourself thinking, I wish that I could just leave this job. If you could just leave this job tomorrow, what would you do? What would you do? Because whatever that answer is, that's what you're going to start doing tomorrow. We have to stop waiting for everything to line up perfectly because there will never be a perfect moment. There will always be something that pulls you and distracts you and, you know, whatever needs you to do this, to do that. To, there's always going to be something out there. There has to be a moment where you start to say, I don't want to just wish for the relationship to get better. I'm going to make the relationship get better by showing up the way that I wish that others would show up. By using my tools by checking in, by getting help, whatever it is that's necessary to create the thing that I desire, I'm going to start moving in that direction. Now, obviously, when we're talking about things like relationships, you can't control how someone else reacts, right? But what you can do is you can start showing up in the way that you want others to show up. Or if you're like, well, Lex, I've already done that. You know, I, I try my best to show up in the relationships in my family the way that I wish that they would, and they just don't. So all I'm doing is just wishing and hoping and praying. Well, you're also allowed to set boundaries if you recognize that that's really starting to get into your head and preventing you from feeling safe, preventing you from feeling joy. You're allowed to create boundaries, and sometimes those boundaries are going to be as, as you know, uh, harsh as completely no contact, and sometimes it's going to be, you know, 
occasional things like that. It depends on the situation. It depends on the relationship. It depends on the person. But the point is, is the thing that you long for, how can you create that now? I think that if that sometimes people get so they fall in love with the idea of manifestation because they see it as just wishful thinking. They see it as all I have to do is affirm repeatedly and hold a crystal and pull a card and light a candle. And that will bring it into my life. But if they have to work with a coach that tells them that manifestation is not just wishful thinking, it is not just holding a crystal, it is not just lighting a candle or writing a letter or whatever it is that you've been told, that it's not just the ritual, but it's the actual surrender. It's the actual active healing. It is the actual choice to choose a different thought. If you had to work with a coach that reminded you that that is what manifestation is all about, would you do that? Are you doing that? And I think that's what holds so many people back when we're talking about the world of manifestation, of law of attraction, and or if they have, if they have no idea about that sort of thing, but they, they constantly are like, oh, you know, these other people in life, they seem to have it so easy and I wish that my life was easy. They're thinking that way because they think that these things are just so out of like, it's just impossible when it in fact is not, it's not impossible. In order for you to create the reality that you want, you have to take responsibility for the parts of your life that you can control. You are not just a player in life that somebody is using a joystick to move around. You are not a sense, honey. (laughs) You are a human being who was birthed to make choices. You get to walk around this earth and decide what it looks like to you, what it means to you. You get to decide what this life means to you. And that is significant because there are places in the world and there are times in the world where at some point, depending on your color, depending on the way you sound, depending on um, your physicalness, your your skin color, um, whether you have a disability or not, All of these sort of things at some point in time in history may have been the very thing that limited you from getting access to something else, right? I know if I was born as a black woman in 1952, I have limited options. You know what I'm saying? Limited. (laughs) And even though in 2023, you know, I've still been affected by some things. I am not a black woman in 1952. You feel me? Yeah, a little bit more freedom than that, okay? So it is my responsibility then to recognize what access do I have now that I can take advantage of and create. I can get an education so I can get some opportunities so I do it. I can use those opportunities to create more opportunities for myself and for others so I do it, right? I can have a relationship with my family that works, that is healthy and healing, so I do it. Or if other people are not willing to meet me in the same space and create a safe space for everyone involved, I can choose to create boundaries so I protect myself. These are realities that I get to decide to make because it is my birthright and I was born so I can create my world, my reality. Every one of us were born with several purposes that we are here to fulfill. We are not just somebody's wife, somebody's daughter, somebody's brother, somebody's... We're so much more than the titles that we have been given while we are here on earth. And all those, those, although those titles are very important... They're beautiful to be someone's mom, to be someone's child. It is not all of who you are. 
You are a creator, a co-creator with the universe. And really think about what that actually means. The universe that has big banged everything into existence, planets, humongous stars, you are working with, you are working alongside You are in relationship with the universe to create a reality. And what you're going to do with that is wish. You are not born just so you can sit in your car to drive to a job that you hate and wish that you had a better life. You weren't born for that. You were not born so you could be a part of a family and continue to go to weddings and reunions and dinners so you could wish that this was healthier. Create it. Be it. Allow it in your space. Show up in your life. Decide that you are not going to just keep going through the day, just being the same person all the time, hoping, praying that something will happen so it just feels easier. You are the person that makes the ease that you desire in your life. No one is going to rescue you. Too many people are waiting for someone else, for that love to begin, for their mom to, be, to get better, for their brother and sister to do this, for that job to go away, for the kids to leave. They're waiting for some other stepping off point before they decide to begin living. But guess what? Once that point comes, if it ever does, because for many it won't, but once that point comes, there will always be another stepping point that you will use because it is the habit that you have created of constantly waiting for something else to happen before you take on the responsibility of changing your life. That habit is the problem. It's not the waiting. That's the symptom. You having a habit of wishing is what is causing you to not manifest the thing that you want. It takes bravery. It takes courage. It takes facing your own inner demons. It takes taking responsibility for your own limiting beliefs. You have to be willing to look at your own heart and say, where am I not showing up? Where am I making excuses because I'm really just afraid? I'm afraid of embarrassment. I'm afraid of getting judged. I'm afraid of making a mistake. I'm afraid of being wrong. Be honest with yourself about what is actually stopping you from creating the thing that you want. Because I'm telling you, it ain't usually what you said it was. When my family member made that comment, wishing that it was easier, you're putting it on as if, The difficulty is outside of yourself, and yet, (laughs) I could argue, (laughs) and many other people could argue that the difficulty is within you. The difficulty is you, but you know. (laughs) Okay, right? But because you're not willing to do that work inside yourself, instead of taking ownership of the part of you that is preventing yourself from creating that reality. And because you keep putting it outside of yourself and putting it onto someone else, you are waiting and that day will either never come or like I said, it will come, but you won't be prepared for it because that habit of always waiting for someone else to do something first is the actual problem. Because here's the thing, I could break it down and I spent many years doing this, honey. Mm. I spent many years because I am a, a very, I... I look at myself a lot, (laughs) and I don't mean that in a Leo moon way, which (laughs) I am a Leo moon, but I look within, I look at like, I'm very self-aware. So I'm constantly like, okay, how could I have done that better? What about this? What about that? I'm always working on myself. I love to work on myself. That's just my vibe. But when I would share with my family members, some of my own insights of what I've learned about myself, 
that I know that they also struggle with too because we family and we just know. Instead of them being able to also see that within, they were just like, oh, well, I don't have that problem. And I'm like, girl, now you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? They wouldn't see it. But you can't see something if you're not willing to even fucking look, you know? So even if everybody else sees it, even if everybody else is telling you, until you are willing to take ownership of your own personality, your own behaviors, your own limiting beliefs, it won't matter how everybody else is able to see it. And even trying to help you, you won't be able to see it. It won't matter because you aren't looking. So when it comes to people who wishfully think for the future, I wish that I could do this. I wish that I could do that. I wish that it was easier. Look at yourself. What is it that you in your life are going, okay, I wish that this was easier. How could I make it easier? What do I need for this to be easier? I'm not saying that by asking yourself that question, it automatically eliminates every single challenge that is in your way, the things that you're perceiving to be the reason why it's not easy, right? I'm not saying that because that's not true. <laughs> I wish things were easier all the time. I mean, let's talk about inflation. It is 2023. We are all struggling out here, okay? I wish it was easier. And it just ain't. <laughs> it just ain't. But what I can do is take responsibility for the things that would make it easier for me. So when I'm looking at things and going like, let's just take something super, super simple, super simple. If I'm looking at the gas and I'm going, the gas is too much money. Gas is too high, honey. I cannot do it. <laughs> right. And I'm struggling. I'm like, I just wish this was easier. The question I could ask myself is, well, what would make this easier? Obviously, the first answer is, well, if they would lower the price, right? But that's outside of myself. I can't control that part. How can I make this easier for myself? Well, one, I can lower how much I have to drive. That could work. Two, I could make multiple trips at a time so that we, I'm not leaving every day. I'm not getting out of the house every day if I don't have to. But rather, instead, I'm taking like one, okay, today I'm going to go out and do everything, get everything together, all my errands together, everything out, right? Or I could just accept that, like, let's say if I have to go, to, go out to work every single day, so gas is just going to be gas and all this other stuff, I can just accept that that's where things are right now. And in order for this to be easier for me, I got to start changing how I look at this situation because it's it's hard and it feels harder when all I'm doing is thinking about how hard it is. It's kind of like that prayer. Oh man, that serenity prayer. Like, is it serenity prayer? Help me to change, help me to change the things I can change and accept the things that I can't. I don't remember what, how to say that. What is that prayer? You guys, I'm like, I got to look it up because I, you know, it's just, I got to do it. Okay, there we go. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I love that. I love that. Because if there are things that you can't change, you can change your perspective on it. You can, you can change what, like take the actions that if you have the, you know, if you have the ability, if you have the courage, if you have the energy, if you have the materials to change the things that you can, you can change that. But if you cannot change things, I can't change that gas is going to be sky high. I have to accept that that's what's going to happen. So what can I do to make it easier on myself to make that acceptance eat possible? Because you've got to find and create the joy however you can. No one is going to just make it easier for you. You are going to have to be the person that decides I'm going to be happy regardless of my circumstances. That is a decision that you have to make. Optimistic people are often painted in like these like naive childlike type of attitudes. And sometimes that can be true, but it's, you know, I would call myself, I used to call myself such a pessimist, but I don't know if I'm a pessimist anymore. I, I think... I don't know if I'm a pessimist, which is very weird because I've always identified with that. But I think I am actually an optimist because I always see the opportunity. It may be tough, you know, it may be hard, 
but I see the opportunity and I'm going to take it because I'm not going to spend the rest of my life feeling like this is just shitty, you know? And I've been through a lot of bad things. I've been through child abuse. I've been through all kinds of harm, but I'm not going to live, I'm not going to live my life like attached to that. Even when I struggle because of my childhood, because of my mental health, because of my physical health, you know, my physical health, the last couple of years has been a real damn challenge. Like I've been, I've been really struggling behind the scenes. It has completely changed how I show up in my business, how I show up in my life, how I show up in my friendships. And it sucks. Like it sucks to physically not feel well, but I don't want to spend every single day for the rest of my life thinking about how that sucks. Because I have an opportunity here. Every day that I wake up, I have an opportunity to decide how I'm going to feel. I also have an opportunity here to decide if I have the means necessary to do what I need to do, to go to doctors, to get supplements, to change my diet, to do unconventional therapies, whatever I got to do. Whether I have the money or I don't have the money doesn't even matter because thankfully I live in 2023. Thankfully I have access to the internet and thankfully I have the resources to be able to heal myself and do the research, whatever I got to do until I can get what I need (laughs) to go get any other bigger things that I can get that might cost more. Right. But because I have this attitude where I'm like, I am not going to go through my life just living helpless to every bad situation that I've dealt with, that has allowed me to manifest the reality that I want because I take responsibility for it every single day, sometimes moment by moment. Now, this doesn't mean, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that every single time that I'm having a bad day, I go, who cares? You know, like, cause that, that's not even the way to do it. Being an optimist is not about saying who cares. I would say that that's actually irresponsible to be like that because you got to feel the feels. And I feel like even the low vibrational energies of sadness and depression are so powerful at teaching you something. They give you permission to feel the, the depth of what it means to be human. And there's medicine even in those vibrations too. So I don't think it's about ignoring any feeling that is uncomfortable. It's about going and diving all the way into it and seeing that even my depression serves a purpose. Even my deep, deep anger and my resentment And my desires for revenge serve a purpose. What is this trying to teach me? Is it trying to teach me I need better boundaries? Is this trying to teach me that I'm not happy in this relationship? Is it trying to teach me that it's time for me to close the door on this uh, friendship, on this partner, on this whatever, right? All of these things, emotions are such a powerful way to figure out, to find yourself, But in order for you to actually receive the medicine, you have to be willing to recognize that you need it and that you are the person that has to hold your hand out and actually get it, actually take it, actually receive it. To hold your hand out is to admit that I am responsible for my healing. I am responsible, not my parents, not my attackers, not my abusers. They are not responsible for my healing. They might be responsible for the trauma caused, but it is on me to decide to reframe that experience so I don't find myself trapped by my trauma. And I'm speaking from someone who is constantly working on my own issues with trauma. I have tons and it's hard. It's hard, but I have got to, I don't want to live my life under the pain of, I wish that I had a better childhood. I wish that I had a better relationship with my parents. I wish that this was different with my siblings. I wish that I don't want to live under what I could have had because I didn't have it. It didn't. And because I believe that I'm here for a purpose and that there are no coincidences, even though the things that happened to me were completely unfair, completely wrong, It happened for a reason and it happened for a purpose. And I see it now as this permission to take responsibility for what I can take responsibility for. And if it means shutting shit down, closing doors, setting boundaries, protecting my peace, I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to do it. Because I, I now am the protector that I wish that I had when I was a kid. I'm the protector now. And you are the same. You don't have to spend your life wishing. Get to work. Make it happen. Decide that you're not going to sit in a relationship anymore that is slowly killing your spirit. Decide that you're not going to keep having conversations that are pulling your vibration down. Decide that you are going to start looking for a job because you cannot continue to come back to this place a year from now. Make that decision that you are going to ask for help, that you are going to invest in coaches, that you are going to buy a book. I don't care. But you have to make a decision that you are going to actually begin intentionally living the life that you keep saying you desire, that you keep saying that you wish for. Because if you decide that you're not going to do anything, that you're going to wait, because again, and I have to say that if you decide, because I'm sorry if it hurts your feelings, but you're deciding this. If you decide that you are not going to do anything, you've got to let this thing go then. Accept it. I'm not going to do anything. And maybe, maybe it's just for today. Maybe it's, I'm not going to do anything right now because the money just isn't there. So I can't leave this relationship. I got to stay here. I got to do this. Okay. Sometimes we got to make those sacrifices. What are you going to do in the meantime? Are you going to be looking for things? Are you going to be healing yourself? Are you going to be working on opportunities, creating, like, what are you going to be doing? And if you're not going to do anything, then accept that too. I'm not going to do anything right now. I just don't, I just don't want to. And that's okay too. But I will tell you the minute that you finally start to recognize that you have power and that you could decide, it gives you permission to finally say, you know what? Maybe I don't want to feel like this. Maybe I don't want to live like this. You know, and or it gives you permission to just feel. I've had those moments where I'm like, I'm too depressed to try to think about getting myself out of this situation. I can't do it. Life is too hard right now. I feel like I'm being pulled in a million different directions. I can't possibly think how to change right now, how to change my circumstances. So I'm just going to be here in this moment and I'm going to, I'm going to give myself what I need. And so in those years that I might've been, and I say years because it's true, those years where I might've had that kind of attitude towards life by deciding that I was going to have this attitude of like, I just can't see myself doing anything about this problem right now. It kept me in a state of power because I knew that I had decided it, which means I could also decide against it at some point. I'm not a victim. I'm not being held by my own will. I am deciding that right now I don't have the energy to get out of this relationship or that I don't have the energy to, you know, fix something or whatever it is. I'm deciding that, which means one day I will decide differently. But if you don't look at your life as a sea of decisions that you make each moment, decisions that you're proud of, decisions that you're ashamed of, decisions all day. If you don't take time to look at it that way, you'll be trapped by your circumstances, always waiting for someone to change it before you feel free. And again, that habit is the problem. So even if the circumstances change, because someone else changed them, you have a habit of waiting for something else or someone else to change it. So you'll continue to keep doing that even when the situation has changed. And that keeps you in a state of unhappiness, of learned helplessness, 
always waiting, always holding on, always thinking tomorrow, somebody's going to come in here and rescue this. Somebody's going to change it. Somebody's going to speak up. Somebody, somebody, somebody. In the meantime, you're getting older and life ain't changing. Take responsibility for your life. Take responsibility for your dreams. Your dreams are not something that just you have when you're a little kid and then when you get older, you get rid of them. That's not, that's not what dreams are for. Your dreams serve as a beacon to pull you into the reality that you want. Your dreams serve as a motivator to inspire you into the reality that you want. You are the person that has to take those dreams and turn them into your reality. That's why you have the power to choose. That's why you have the power to decide. That's why you have the power to feel inspired. That's why you have those emotions to communicate to you. That's why you have your intuition to guide you. Don't hold yourself back. Don't hold yourself back. Change the things that you can't accept what you cannot and get to work. Surrender the things that are still holding you back and keeping you stuck. Surrender those friendships. Surrender those relationships. Decide today that you don't want to just wish for a healthy relationship, but that you're going to create it and you're going to bring it into the reality that you spend in, in every single moment of your day. And if someone is unable to match that reality, release, 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 surrender, surrender, surrender. You can't control other people. They themselves, like I said earlier, you can't, I can tell you everything that I see, but until you are willing to see it for yourself, until you are willing to look for yourself, you will continue to deny what is right in front of you. So you have to be the person that takes responsibility for who you are. You have to go into the looking glass and see yourself. And so you can't control if you're trying to have a healthy relationship with someone and the other person is just like, this ain't my problem. I didn't do anything. I don't, blah, 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 whatever it is. You can't control that, but you can continue to show up in the health relationship that you have with them or with yourself. And if you find that in showing up in this relationship in a healthy way, that this person is not willing to begin to see like, oh, I want to show up this way too. Because a lot of times that's kind of what happens in, in a healthy relationship that sometimes goes toxic. You know, <laughs> we've all been there. You start to change and the relationship itself starts to change. You know, you start checking in with your siblings, your siblings start checking in with you more. You know, you start asking questions of your parents, your parents start asking you more questions. Like, healthy relationship dynamics that can kind of happen. But when you're in a relationship with someone who is not healthy, you might start showing up more in that relationship, but that sibling continues to do the things that they've always been doing. That parent does the same things that they've always been doing. That partner does the same thing they've always been doing. And so now you go, is this what I want? Is this what I want to continue to allow into my energy field? Into my, into my aura because it's affecting me. It's impacting me. It's limiting what I think is possible. If this is what you're feeling like, okay, I don't really like how I feel every time I spend more than an hour talking to my family, I got to reevaluate whether or not I want to talk to them, period. <laughs> I mean, it's true. And if it's like, no, I'll still talk to them. Okay, then keep, but keep the boundary, right? If I know eh, I spend about two hours and then by like the end of hour two, I start to feel a little something, then that's my boundary, right? If I know I can't spend holidays with my family, I'm not spending holidays with my family or I'll get a hotel, you guys do your thing, peace out because I need a space to go be by myself every night. You know what I'm saying? Like create the reality that you seek. And continue to show up the way that you want to show up. If you find that in you showing up in a healthy relationship or in a healthy way in the relationship and the person is refusing to do that, what does that mean for you? What can you do? What can change? Start to ask yourself those questions. Take responsibility for that and create that change. Be that change. And it sounds cheesy, but I need you to know that it's true. It's true. It's not going to just happen overnight. You have to work for it. 
And some things we're going to have to work a little bit harder for. And it might be because of our own traumas. I know that when it comes to family relationships in my dynamic, it is very hard. It's very hard. And it's just because of a lot of generational traumas that we have being black, being Caribbean, being, you know, all the societal things, plus all the issues that we've just created in our own little family dynamic. You know what I mean? It's hard. But we have to we have to actually choose to heal it, to work through it if we want the benefit of a healthy and safe emotional space for every family member. But maybe that's not your thing. Maybe for you, family is easy. But being able to speak up for yourself, well, that part is a little bit harder. And maybe that also comes from your family dynamics. Maybe that also comes from society's role in telling you that it wasn't safe for you to speak up, to share, to share your opinion, whatever it is, right? But you got to decide that you're going to work on that because just wishing that you were somebody who was more vocal isn't going to make you more vocal. So that's all I have for you all. Um, Yeah, this one was a little different and it felt really, really good. I hope that you were able to really receive that. I would love to know what insights this brought to you and yeah, what this gave you, what this gave you. Let me know over on Instagram. You can find the links down in the description bar, but of course you can also find me at, at the Lexi Wilson. That's T-H-E-L-E-X-I. Don't forget the E (laughs) Wilson. And you can either DM me directly and share what your thoughts are, what this spurred in you, what this inspired in you. Um, any questions that you have in regards to this? Or you can post to your stories that you're listening and you're like, this is a great episode. You guys should turn it, tune in and then just tag me so I can see it. Thanks so much always for tuning in. Thanks so much for always coming back. I know that I haven't come in every single week, but I've just decided that I'm going to follow what feels in alignment. And it doesn't always feel in alignment to speak when I have nothing to say. So I had something to say, so I said it. And if next week I have something to say, I'll say it then too. (laughs) But yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for sharing the episodes. That always means so much. It means a lot. It means a lot when you guys do that. And if you ever need a birth chart reading or astrology reading to get more insight into who you are, why you're here, what lessons you're going through right now, what's happening and just understanding that, then go ahead and check out thelexiwilson.com to book your own reading. And I'd love to see you on Zoom. So I'll see you all in the next episode. Have a wonderful day.